This is Driven Forward, Influential Leaders Powered by God's Will, hosted by me, Jordan Johnstone. The influential leader we will learn from this month is Favor Lee. From a difficult childhood in Saipan and Korea to her current role as director at Eisner Amper in Dallas, Texas, Favor's story is absolutely one you will come away from feeling inspired to keep pushing and never let go of your grip on God's hand. One thing that you will hear immediately is the joy and positivity in Favor's voice, and that truly comes from her heart. As you hear about the beginning years of her life, it will become so apparent that God has always had big plans for her. Listen now as Favor begins her story. So you only have a 30-second elevator ride to introduce yourself to someone. What are you going to say to make sure that they remember you? Oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> Favor Lee. I, I am a CPA unicorn, I say. Uh, mother of two, wife of one. <laughs> and then the <laughs> elevator closes. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, so growing up, uh, where was home for you? So I was born and raised in Korea. I I lived in though a tiny island called Saipan for six mm. years, uh, where I learned uh, English. So I kind of lived in Korea, Saipan, then back to Korea, and then I came to the states. So kind of all over the place. So how would you say living in? You said that little town. Like how how did that shape how you became? Uh, so Saipan was very different. It was it's a tropical island. So when I was growing up, I I just take it for granted, right? Having the beach right right outside my oh, house, yeah. and you know this golf course right right in front of our house, and everything. It was just all given. So oh, I didn't wow. even know to really like take it, you know, everything as a blessing. Now I look back, I was like, oh, that was the tropical island that everyone goes on vacation. Um, <laughs> but we were there for six years. My uh, dad had a business that brought us there. And yeah, for six years, it was it was a very interesting time for me, though. Um, during that six years, I would say one of my lowest points uh, in my life. Uh, it was during that time, too. And the most amazing time, too, because that's when I personally met God. So it's a mixture of everything. Do you want to, I mean, would you mind sharing? So what was that? Or what would you, I guess you would say, like the hardest lesson that you learned as a child? One of the things um, that I really struggled with uh, was, so my mom and dad really didn't have a great marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of physical abuse, uh, mental abuse. Um, So growing up, seeing that, it was really, really hard for me um, to absorb everything. Every night, it was just, how could I go to bed early on so that I don't have Mm -hmm. to deal with all those? Uh, And frankly, you know, there, there were several times when I felt like I don't want to live anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And I was so young to even now I, you know, I have a nine-year-old and seven-year-old to even look back and say, when I was that young, I had that thought. It was just mind-blowing to me to even think about it. Um, mm-hmm. But that, you know, through that experience, um, I was able to meet God, like I said, personally. And that was a true blessing because even going through all that hard moments, like my mom didn't even know what was going on. I was good mm-hmm. at school. I was good at sports. I was in sports team, 
you name it, I was there. So nobody really knew what I was going through internally. Um, So I was pretty good at hiding everything. Um, Pretty much I was an active, great student at school, but inside it was just, you know, um, just building up in a way Mm -hmm. where I I just felt like I don't want to live anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I thought about taking my life away a few times and God, God just knew that, you know, there was a moment that I just needed that in order for me to kneel down and say, Lord, I need your help. And mm-hmm. that's the time when he came and met me. So it's it's the bad and the ugly, but it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Did you feel like when you were growing up, you, you couldn't share about what you were going through? That's a good point. Um, I think I was just being guarded mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I was just guarded mm-hmm. in me where I didn't want to share the volatility that was happening. I didn't mm-hmm. want to share the weakness of my life with anybody. So even my friends had no clue. Obviously, my mom and dad had no clue. So I was pretty good at guarding everything and just keeping it inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still have that tendency too, where if something goes really hard, then I kind of internally struggle rather than bringing it out and sharing. Yeah. So I've kind of learned it the hard way to, you know, sometimes you have to kind of let it go a little bit and just mm-hmm. be yourself and be authentic in order for you to be vulnerable and share what you're going through to be healed. But I learned that in a hard way. Um, but back then I just felt like this was something that I had to figure it out rather mm-hmm. than somebody else like sharing with somebody or sharing that burden. I just didn't want that. So mm-hmm. even when I was young, like I was only like 10 years old or something. And still, I just had that pressure in me where I just didn't want to share. It was yeah. just real, really me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you said that this, at this point in your life too, this is when, you know, you discovered your faith. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, you found God. Um, how did that happen? It was it was very interesting. So I I actually so when I was in Saipan, I was part of the mission team to Korea. So I was sent oh. to Korea. So I was doing on a mission trip to Korea and then um we were there. It was a children's camp for so I stayed there about like three or four days. I can't remember exactly. And then it was one night where we sang this song and the lyrics was I love you, Lord, which mm. I, w- I was born and raised in a Christian family. So it wasn't anything new. Yeah. Lord, I love you. That's every time, every lyrics, everything I say it. But that night was so special where it just that when I was singing that song, it just in my heart, I could feel it like, oh, this is real. I mm. really want to confess to Lord that I really love him. Mm. And that's when he just worked on my heart and all this sadness, the sorrows, the hurts and all that just kind of came down. And I just kneeled down to him and said, Lord, this life is yours. So anything Mm -hmm. added onto that ever since I was about, I was 12 years old. So every single day from that life, that moment, it's just a blessing. It's just an addition to everything. Mm. So how would you say that your faith, I mean, I feel like it's strengthened your mental health. Like how, how would you describe to somebody how that works? Yeah. Um, I, you know, living through, I'm, it's not like I've lived for like 80 years. So now I could look back and say something, but even through the short period of lifetime, I could tell you that without faith, 
I don't know how people do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, even through COVID, I was talking yeah. to my friend where I don't know without faith, like, where do you lean on? Like, who do you yeah. lean on to? I mean, this, you, you don't know what's coming up next, all this den- Delta and this Omicron yeah. and all this happening. How, where, where where do you put your faith on if you don't yeah. have God? So um, it just really strengthened everything um, from mentally, physically and everything, because without that, I'm not sure if I was able to get through all the things that happened, uh, even through the short period of time that I lived. Um, so definitely faith has been a stronghold for me. Was there anything in your childhood that you think other people maybe would feel sorry for you for, but that you're actually maybe thankful that you went through? Yeah. Um, I remember it's still very vivid in my memories. This one day where, um, because, uh, you know, all the family relationship that was sour and so forth, just financially, we were very hard to, we were going through hard times. Um, so I remember one day my mom, asked me to sell this bag of oranges to the tourists. So Saipan is a very touristy area. So there's a lot of tourists coming in from different Asian uh, countries, but also everywhere else. So I remember trying to sell this bag of orange to a Korean tourist who I speak Korean to and say, hey, could you buy this for me? And I felt so embarrassed. Like, I remember that moment where I felt like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Why am I doing this? You know, like middle of nowhere where everyone's like having fun and touring. I'm selling this bag of orange. This is embarrassing. Yes. (laughs) And I look back and you know what? That strengthened me. That Mm. if I could sell even a bag of orange to somebody who has no interest in an orange at that moment, other than like touring around, uh, I could sell anything. There you go. (laughs) So right now, I actually, I'm in business development. So it's kind of a different iteration. But at the same time, at the core, I'm dealing with people. I'm convincing them. I, I am um, bringing them solutions. And it's it's different kind of orange. But, you know, it, it really helped me be strengthened in that way. And even financially, too, where we, we had some up and downs Um in my own family. And even through that, I knew that God put me through that financial difficulty for a reason. Mm-hmm. What would you say was your biggest dream growing up? Biggest dream growing up? I'm guessing I... it wasn't to sell oranges. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Uh you might laugh, but if it was part of an Olympics, maybe I could have oh, yeah. been like a dodgeball queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love playing dodgeball. Uh, not like I play professionally or anything, but yeah. I just really love sports. Uh, that was a big part of me when I was growing up, uh, it, especially when I was in Saipan. So some kind of sports, uh, I would have loved to do it more. Uh, and also, I've always thought I'll be a teacher when I was growing mm. up. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, part of part of me, I maybe because of my dream, I've been teaching Sunday school for now 15 plus years. So I've been living my dream to some degree, let's say there that. You go. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned to me before we re- were recording, um, you talked about your parents had a difficult marriage and they actually did end up divorcing. Um, what I mean, what was that like living through that, you know, especially coming out of 
the situation that you had been in for so long? Um, and, and what was it like to grow up separate from your dad? Because you ended up staying with your mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify. So they haven't divorced. They've been okay. separated. Um, but that, I, I think part of that may, made it harder even yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no way around it. It was hard, um, mm-hmm. you know, going, but that six years of my life in, in Saipan, I, I, I feel like that was the hardest moment because that's when they were going through all those struggle all mm-hmm. throughout that time. And once they were separated, at least I didn't have to see that on a day-to-day basis. So, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I think that helped me mentally to not be in that kind of environment anymore. Though, because it was, you know, my mom was basically a single mom with no support. And I had, I have one older brother. So trying to raise a family sing, as a single mom and getting readjusted to Korea when we, once we moved back, it was just really hard for my mom and um, financially and mentally and spiritually, everything was really, really hard uh, for her. But you know, like when there's hardship, there is a reason why I yeah. look back, you know, there is all these different dots that I could connect now where God has really put me in a situation for a reason. Yeah. And I could see that how it came to fruition throughout my life and really be a big part. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it wasn't easy. It was hard. I've worked um, ever since I was a teenager, ever since I could work, you know, I work part time, but Part of me loves working. Mm-hmm. I love going out there, earning my own money and spending it. I, I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I love that part. But at the same time, when there were there were times where I felt like it would have been nice if I if we had a little bit more than what we yeah. had so that we don't have to always worry about, you know, going to college. What about the funds and everything? I remember. Um, so when I was in um, senior year, um, so I, I I was actually um, going to attend the college in Korea. I, I attend for one semester and then came to the U.S. But for for that one semester, I I, I still remember I, I told my mom the good news, like I got accepted, and I could see it in her face, like oh I'm so glad for you, I'm so happy for you, but um, yeah. I don't know if I could afford that, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a struggle, but uh, you know we we made it through. God just somehow made it through and uh, we just followed his plans and um, it just, it's, it's been a blessing every mm-hmm. single day. Yeah. Oh. What was it like then to leave Korea and move to the U.S.? Like, had you ever been to the U.S. before then? No, wow. I've never been to U.S. Um, it sounds crazy, but so we, I, I didn't have any family members in the States. Wow. So it was really me just um, coming, we thought it was a one-year gig. So like I had one year of full ride scholarship. So that's when I said, oh, you know, it's a great opportunity. I got to make the most of it. So I came to the States, but really, I mean, I had nobody. I think I was just naive, to be honest. I wasn't like the courageous woman, like, oh, I'm going to make this happen. It was just purely being naive. I'm like, oh, one year I could do this, Uh, which became many years. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's been a journey for sure. And it, it's funny because when I was young, when I was living in Saipan, my dream was to live in States. Wow. I told 
mom uh, that I would study in states. And I, I don't know why I said that. And I always I, I remember repeating myself all the time to my mom. And my mom still remembers like, oh, you you always said you want to go to states to study. So finally, you're living your dreams. But it's so amazing how even just my, you know, my conversation with my mom or whatnot, just God just listens and makes it happen. And that's the beauty of his plan where I probably could not have even fathomed or planned it the right way, but God just made it so perfectly. Next time on Driven Forward, Favor shares about those first few months of being a college student in a new country, how apparent God's hand was in her finding an accounting job in the middle of the Great Recession of 2008, and how she worked through her fears about her marriage following the same path that her parents had. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review to let us know what you think. To learn more about Forward, you can visit forwardwoman.org. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org. Thanks for listening.